talk about growing up in a society that's not designed for us and how it felt and what it was like. So Val, when did you first start realizing that you don't fit into this world? <laughs> uh, since I was a child, I guess. I'm not sure what it is, but something always felt wrong to me. About the world? Yeah. It just always felt fake. Since a very early age, like probably four or five years old, six years old, I don't know, but... I just had a very pessimistic outlook and I felt like, yeah, some, something's off, something's very off and I felt like mm, nothing, nothing's ever gonna work out for me. Like, yeah, it's bleak. Yeah, it is, but I don't know, there was a strange distance and even in the way I dressed or something, like when I would pick out, pick out clothes. You're like a little goth kid? No. <laughs> No, but I felt I want to dress neutral because if I wear like a brand or something, it's like giving in to like the man or giving in to this fake stuff that I perceived. When you were a kid, you already thought that? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I just, uh, I was very self-conscious, I guess, or self-aware. I don't know. Yeah. So what about school and stuff? Like, what was it like for you to be in school when you were a kid? I think actually like going to school until I was 11 years old because it was easy for me and I didn't really do homework and stuff like this but I just understood everything so yeah I don't know I think I liked uh, I enjoyed being a good pupil student yeah good little kid mm. like uh, yeah, mama's boy I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you I mean I've said like in other episodes and stuff that school for me was like like really fucking traumatic. Like it just, I think it was just being around all the people because I'm just so sensitive to people. Like, well, obviously when I was a kid, I didn't realize that's why I hated it. I just felt like I didn't want to be there and like it felt really hellish and overwhelming and just scary, you know? And now like looking back, I can see that it's because I feel people and like being in a classroom of like 30 kids. It was just traumatic for me, you know, like feeling all their energies and all the chaos. It just felt really scary. And I cried on the first day of school like every year when I was a kid because I just hated it, you know, yeah. like it just never felt right to me. I just wanted to be home. I wanted to be playing outside or like reading books or doing something that I like, not sitting at a fucking desk. I guess I didn't think much about things like it never occurred to me that had the option not to go, for instance, or anything like this. Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, but... Yeah, I think I just went because it's what you did. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like we had a choice. Yeah. I also realized lately, like, how I can feel other people. Yeah. But I was never aware of this, so... Yeah, I think I got pretty messed up, but... Uh, I just thought it was me. I just thought something's wrong with me. Yeah, me too. It's crazy, like, going through your whole life and being like, why does thing, why do things feel so weird? And then, like, later in life, I, I heard about what being an empath is, and it was like, oh. Like, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> because you really are wired differently 
when you're that type of person. Like, just being sensitive to energy and, like, feeling people's emotions and being aware of it, it's, it's an extremely different way of operating. And so, yeah, it makes you feel... I felt like a fucking alien, you know? Yeah. Well, I think I closed myself off very early to all that stuff. Like, I don't know, I was very closed off energetically. I never felt like at my place with other people, any sort of social situation. Mm. I just always felt like a yeah, bull in China shop. Yeah. And it was actually extremely awkward when I was younger, as a child and and uh, even teenager. Like shy, like clumsy, yeah. Yeah, clumsy. I was also very timid, shy. Yeah. Although I'm not even sure if it was actually shyness. What was it? I just didn't want to talk to people, to anybody. <laughs> I, if I could avoid an interaction, because yeah, I guess I just felt so awkward. Maybe, uh, like I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I think that's shyness. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not actually shy now, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. I think it might just have been yeah, perceiving things around me and just closing myself off to it, as defense mechanism. Yeah. But I wasn't aware of this, and I always thought something's wrong with me. Well, everything's wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it seems, because, like, for me, at least, it's like I would go to school, and, like, all the other kids seemed fine. Like, they seemed like they were having fun, or that, like, they liked to be there, and to me, I was just, like, it was, like, hell. And I thought, oh, okay, so, obviously, there's something wrong with me. That's why I don't fit in. Yeah. Like, now I see it very differently, but back then, it's like, why don't I... Like, why can't I get joy out of this? Like, why don't I have fun here? Why is it so uncomfortable for me? And you, you just think that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I was always envious of uh, normal people. Yeah. In my head, <laughs> me too. I feel like everybody else is doing just fine, and it's just me who's, uh, uh, who's a fuck up. That's such an illusion, though. Like, even now, um, when we're struggling, it feels like we're the only ones. Oh yeah, and I think all the other kids who I felt had it so much better than me, I'm sure they had problems at home and yeah. all that stuff, but yeah, it was just a, a per pervasive impression, persistent. Yeah. Like, yeah, something's off, something's wrong in this world, nothing's ever going to work out, everything is wrong. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it was just an impression. Yeah. I think it's because, like, the world and society is wrong and fucked up, and, like, we could feel that, you know? Because it really is. It's like, um, everything about how society is structured is, it's not built for humans at all. Yeah, it is very inhuman. It's anti-human. Yeah. Everything about it, you know? Like, who the fuck's idea was it to force a bunch of little children to sit in desks all day? Like, that's cruel and unusual, you know? True, yeah. You just get force-fed stuff, and it's not real. Like, you can't really express yourself. You don't really have a, a real contact. And you almost get, like, punished if you ask too many questions or if you're, like, too energetic. And, yeah, I think that's yeah. where we learn the patterns of um, just suppressing ourselves and we really internalize things about how there's something wrong with us and that's why we don't fit in. Which I think is... we feel the stuff from our family, family bloodline too. At least, yeah. I think that's probably what's part of my thing. 
maybe the ancestors, you know, or uh, just all the stuff that's unspoken and invisible, invisible. Yeah, kids pick up on that stuff. Yeah, children are very perceptive, and sometimes they can see auras, and they can see... Uh, yeah. Well, as a child, I had, like, night terrors, and I think that's very common for children. Yeah. I think there's just entities messing, messing with the kids, because children are, like, balls of energy, like... Whoop. It's like Monsters, Inc., where the monsters come and, like... Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Where, like, they scare the kids and then it's, like, energy. Yeah, yeah. It's they collect a... it. Well, that's a real thing, the loosh. Yeah. Which is being harvested, I think, at least. Yeah, I think the... it's still a thing now. Um... Yeah, I think it is one layer of uh, this reality on this earth. Like, there's a part of it uh, just very predatory. and So there's things that... I want humanity to uh, struggle and suffer and all that stuff. Yeah, we're not at the top of the food chain. And I've actually, in recent uh, months, gotten better at, like, deciphering. Like, it's. I feel like I can hear when something is trying to influence me and keep me down, you know? Yeah. It's like I'll be feeling kind of weird and I'll be like, yeah, I feel kind of anxious and something in my head will be like, yeah, because life sucks and you suck and you're never going to be happy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I used to just hear that stuff and be like, and believe it because I thought it was me thinking it. But lately it's like I can almost sense that there's kind of like a a little different uh, vibe to those voices that are trying to kind of like get in your head and fuck with you and influence you and stuff. Yeah, that's really good because it's so tricky. Yeah. And we never learn about that stuff, so it's very easy to identify with it and take it for ourselves. And I think most people think, like the average person thinks that whatever's in their head is them. Like everything that's in their head is them. Yeah. And no wonder people are fucked up, <laughs> you know? Because there's so much craziness swirling around in our heads all the time that has really nothing to do with us. So if you think that that voice in your head is you, you're going to have a really hard time because it's crazy. <laughs> there's so much craziness going on. Yeah, it takes on so many different forms. Well, I believe everything exists, every thought, every uh, musical inspiration, every idea. Just everything already exists and is uh, in the ethers or in the universe. And we just connect to it like radio frequencies. And... Like you tune into it, yeah. Yeah, so also, yeah, I think that's what the thoughts are. It's just something you tune into. But I think uh, it's all influenced by mass consciousness. Um, various entities, energy streams and what, what not, and what's happening on Earth, and what people think, and what people do uh, by the millions. Yeah, it's really easy to just like go about your day, especially like in our position, because we like don't have normal jobs or anything. And so it's easy to just think, like, whatever's happening in your reality or in your mind is just your stuff, but it's totally not true. Like, we're always tapped into the collective, especially if you're empathic or kind of psychic like we are. We're always feeling and even hearing the collective. Yeah, and you feel this on psychic level with the, all the thoughts and emotions and whatnot, but even just in the, just look at how your life goes, you know. Just the fact of having to go to school. Yeah. So it's a huge chunk of your life. And so that's dedicating your time and energy and life force to... Bullshit. Well, to something. To, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's not all bullshit. I think it can be uh, different layers. Like it can be good on some level, and there's also shady stuff, a lot of shady stuff. I think it's almost all bullshit. But yeah, maybe there's <laughs> maybe there's some good things. I think a school is like a, a representation of a universal principle. Like it's a place where you go to learn. So I think it echoes the just cosmic notions. For instance, people say Earth is a school. I've heard that, yeah. Like you go, you be a human, just it's a school. Like you learn uh, with experiences, you learn with emotions, with situations, and you also learn uh, with magic. If you're, if you're into that stuff, you're still learning universal principles like yin-yang, you know, all, all that stuff. What do you think Elements. of the... Sorry. Uh, what do you think of the idea that... Um, like, humans are gods who have been tricked into creating a reality that serves other beings, but not us. Like, we're, we're kind of like the batteries, but, like, there's other entities that have kind of tricked us, the, the gods, into creating our own prison, basically, to where we're just, like, the batteries powering something that doesn't serve us at all. I think that might be true. Well, I think it is true. But I think it's not the whole truth. Because if you just start um, imprisoning yourself in the system, like, yeah, that's how it is. That's what Earth is. It's a prison. Humans are just used to, uh, like, cattle to feed loose energy to entities. Um, to me, that just doesn't depict the whole truth. You know, I always think of the Tao, the universe, and your experiences belong to you, so... On one level, I think humans are like cattle, intergalactic cattle or whatever, <laughs> just like we're as cows. Space cows. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a more refined way of feeding on us, uh, just using our energies, our uh, emotions, everything. Yeah. Sometimes even positive emotions, uh, sexual energy. But I, I think that's not all it is because... There's always more, you know, that's the mystery, the mystery. It's something that you can't, you can't say, that uh, cannot be talked about. Like they say, the Tao that uh, you can talk about is not real Tao. Yeah, like the Tao that has a name is not actually the Tao or something like that, right? Right. So yeah, I think uh, reality is multidimensional, multiverse, everything's infinite. Quantum stuff, you know, like you zoom in and it's like you find new universes into the tiniest particles all that stuff and just all the quantum stuff like how reality collapses and stuff so so yeah I agree with what you say but I also disagree with making this the whole uh, just the whole picture of the, of the earth and not being human it's definitely not the whole picture but yeah I think that can be part of it. J just like a movie where sometimes uh, there's like subtext and innuendos. And, or like you watch the movie and you think things are a certain way, then you uh, arrive at the end of the movie and then there's like a twist. Uh, and the whole movie shows a different perspective. So I think that's how it can be. And that's I think that's how it is endlessly. Just uh, endlessly rewriting, reinventing itself, finding new meanings, being created. Yeah, it really seems like our higher selves, like, think that it's, like, I feel like before we incarnated, our higher selves are just like, it would be really fun to, like, go down to Earth, 
to forget we're gods and then have to remember again. Like it's yeah. some kind of thrill or something. Like they're, it's like they get a kick out of it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think that's part of the elves game. Of like finding the rabbit hole. Yeah. And uh, finding the hacks in the matrix, you know? Yeah. Like psychedelics can be a hack where uh, you take the substance and suddenly your consciousness expands and you realize, wait, there's so much more. Yeah, exactly. And you realize the nature of reality. And so, yeah, yeah like... Uh, it's like we're tricked into forgetting. I mean, forgetfulness is a huge part of human experience, but there's a... There's always, like, uh, little cracks in this fabric of reality. Like uh, meditation or, like, dreams. Or weird synchronicities. Like there's always weird stuff happening every single day, you know, every every day you go to sleep and it's uh, it's super weird, but we're just used to it so we don't think about it, but it's just extremely strange and it tells you, well, it, tell you, it tells you there's more, it tells you... Even the placebo effect, you know, like the information is right there that your mind creates reality, like literally believing something makes it so, to the point where you can change physical matter. Yeah. And yet, somehow we still don't get it, you know? Well, I definitely think the stuff we're talking about, like, uh, if their entity is feeding on us, so they don't want people to uh, realize it's magic. Or if there's any sort of magic, they want to control it. So, you know, like a religion. Yeah. Or any sort of weird system where uh, your magic is going to be under control. And yeah, that's why I'm so wary and caution people against these new agey, like, ideologies and stuff, because I think that's what it is. Yeah, and it can really masquerade as something that's really nice and, uh, yeah. you know, fluffy bunnies. It always does. But truly, yeah, there's... Love and light. Right, there's, <laughs> there's always, like, a parallel current to these things. Yeah, there's so many spiritual or new agey things that are all about, like... You know, the love and light, just focus on the love, the love is the only truth, and that stuff is such fucking bullshit. Like, it's so not true. Reality has so much pain and trauma and stuff, and like, all of 2020 has just been like so much um, of that dense, dark stuff, you know, for pretty much everybody in various ways, and that's very much part of things. So I've I've kind of become obsessed with just finding a way to see the value in that stuff. Like just making peace with the dark, dense thing, which is way easier said than done, <laughs> especially when you're triggered and stuff. But I feel like that's the only way. Just kind of expecting it and being like, okay, dark and fucked up shit's gonna happen. I'm gonna get triggered. I'm gonna see messed up things. How do I use that to my advantage? Like, how do I let that strengthen me? Because just denying it, obviously, it's very uh, limited and doesn't end well. Yeah, it doesn't really work if something's going to be there anyway. Yeah. Well, you can just ignore it and uh, snap your fingers. Well, death is a really good example, you know? Like, life already has death in it, and it's just part of it. But it's like we pretend like it doesn't exist. And then when it happens, it's like we act like all shocked about it. It's, and when it's like... We all know that it's there, but we just yeah. want to pretend it's not. Yeah, because if you think about death, you, you can't go to your shitty 9-to-5 job. Or... 
you, you can't do the stuff you hate anymore. Yeah, because it seems so pointless. Yeah, just, it just seemed pointless, just absurd, ridiculous. But personally, I, I agree with love and light, uh, just the principles, but I think when the new age stuff says it, it's all wrong. I think they just try to use that. Uh, well, that's how the whole like matrix thing works. They have to masquerade, so they use high vibration stuff, so they're gonna say some truth stuff, like, oh, you're a love and stuff. I think that's real, but uh, I think when I say it, it's a lie. That's the thing about lots of different sources of information. It's really important to remember that every single like system or source of info that pulls people in is gonna have value and it's gonna have great thing. Like Scientology, for example. We watched that documentary and... Um, people get roped into it because it offers them value, you know? That therapy thing where they talk about their problems and they feel this immense relief. And it's not like they just go to the building and someone's like, hey, like, they don't just give them the whole spiel right away. They slowly rope them in by giving them value. Yeah. And then, of course, like, any, any culty or sketchy stuff is gonna have something of value. That's why people fall for it, you know? Yeah, this is how they rope people in. They use actual real knowledge and real yeah. uh, valuable stuff. Yeah. So that you, of course, you associate it like, oh, Scientology is great. Yeah. And of course, that's uh, when you get screwed. Because, yeah, if they didn't offer anything of, uh, of real value, that, that makes a difference in your life when you start doing it. If they didn't say the right words. Nobody would fall for it. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of like culty things or new agey things, like I like I've told you before, I really have a feeling that um, that kind of culty energy is gonna be a lot more present in the coming times. Um, it's hard to explain because it's just like a feeling, but I feel like this kind of stuff is gonna get a lot trickier and harder to spot. And um, so. So how do you think, like, what are some good um, questions you can ask yourself if you're coming upon information or somebody who seems like they know what they're talking about? How can you know if it's something sketchy that you shouldn't trust? Well, first, uh, we always make a general assessment of the, of the energy field, just a general energy field of something. It's like when you come in touch with something, get in touch with something. So there often tends to be a lingo or a, a general image, you know, just like MLM, they try to project certain image. But if you're wise to it, you recognize it uh, immediately. Just like if you get an email from Nigerian prince, like most people know this is sketchy, look this. This story doesn't make any sense, and there's uh, tons of typos, and it just doesn't look legit at all. So it's very easy to recognize if you are kind of wise to it in general. Mm -hmm. But of course, it's trickier. Uh, so it's like the first uh, smell test, where you see mm, it seems fishy, like, and depending on your experience and uh, knowledge and and whatnot, uh, it might be very easy for you to spot very sketchy things at first where uh, other people might not see it. 
But yeah. of course, where it gets tricky is when, uh, okay, you see, there seems to be something interesting. Like, there's somebody who knows what they're talking about. So, I want to look into this because I see something interesting and I want to see, is it legit or not? Is it worth uh, investing time into it? Is it worth practicing anything, investing energy? So, yeah, I think you want to look at uh, just little signs. Does it conform to your own ethical principles? Does it does it ask you to sur surrender yourself in any way? Yeah. Uh, you want to look for red flags, like from uh, if you get like a spiritual leader or something. Uh, how do they behave? <laughs> Even uh, that term makes me cringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, just just look at be very observant. I would say, look at all the signs. Also, look uh, look and look at and talk to the people who have, have been into it for a while and how they behave and see uh, just your feeling you know like hmm this seems good but these people that I talk to are kind of weird like can I have a weird look in their eyes yeah they have a weird look uh, or uh, it seems a bit fishy like uh, I love the general stuff but there's this one thing that I don't really like like how they say you should do this mm. which is a bit weird yeah and this is how it works you know like 90% of it is going to be great, but there's like a... Just a little bit that's off. Yeah. The yeah. One or two things that are off, and so that can uh, raise an alarm. It doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, this is all crap or stuff, because you have your own uh, preconceptions, so it might be your own small mind closing yourself off to something, but... That's a really good point, though, because the content creators that I trust, which I think there's only a, a few, like maybe three or four, and um, there's none of that. There's not even like a hint of something where I'm like, hmm, that's a little weird. Like there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing like that. And, and I've noticed that the people who I did fall for that ended up being sketchy and predators and stuff, there was something just a shade off. It wasn't anything major. It was just a little something where I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure about that. And it, yeah. and it actually ended up being something like really fucked up. Yeah. You can read all that stuff and it seems great, like, wow, I learned a lot, but yeah, just having that thing off, yeah. oftentimes turns out to be like, th there's more to it. Yeah. The thing that's off is actually the, the real thing, like the real purpose of it. The small things are always actually bigger than they seem, I've noticed. But yeah, it can be super tricky. I mean, everything can be great and can go great for a while and then you realize later on, Oh wait, no, this was actually super sketchy. Yeah. So yeah, I think you just uh, have to be on your guard, like uh, being very observant. Mm -hmm. And never surrender your own uh, sovereignty. Yeah. That's the key, you know, if you remain sovereign, very present, usually you're going to avoid most traps. But of course, there's, uh, there's traps for every levels of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Just like Nigerian prince, maybe it, it, it fools all people, but it, it, for you it's very easy to see, but even if you're super smart and stuff, there's, there's going to be something that's going to be to your level where it's going to try to trick you as well. Just exactly. Use, using your own uh, preconceptions, your own prejudice, also the things you desire can be a way yes. of trying to trap you, like, yeah, you really want this thing, so yeah, here's the, the carrot. Yeah. Another thing, one of the biggest red flags for me is if there's some kind of like leader person who's the ultimate authority, like 
they have the final say and like you can't really question them and if you try to question them they either ignore you or they just kind of like give you some vague answer that doesn't really answer anything but yeah. it's like they're the final authority and you're not because i feel like true powerful kind of leader type of people don't see themselves as leaders they see they see things as a collaboration you know absolutely they don't put themselves yeah. in a position of authority over you yeah even if you're looking for a teacher you want to you want to really look at like a is it really a dialogue or is it just one way? Can I question this person? Yeah. Um, having a sense of humor too is a, it's a good indication. That's a huge one, yeah. But of course, the, the trickiest, they're going to seem like, uh, yeah, it's all good, I'm no leader, I'm just a guy like, like the rest of you. But uh, yeah, you look at the facts and it, that's not how it is. Mm. So yeah, you don't want to always just look at the words. You really want to look at the... Just the energy of situations. Yeah. Be perceptive. But yeah, if they are very cryptic, mm. so that's a red flag. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know the answers uh, because I have a very high state of consciousness, but you don't. Right. Um, exactly, because yeah. they're not going to come out and say, I know better than you, you can't question me. It's going to be way no. more subtle than that. They're going to they're gonna show you that they're the leader and that you're just the lowly student, but they're not going to actually say it. They're just going to show it with, yeah. you know, like giving cryptic answers in response to very direct questions is a perfect example of that. They're subtly showing you, yeah, you know, trying to show you who's boss, basically. Yeah, exactly. If you end up being more confused when you ask questions. Mm-hmm. I also think you can feel uh, if there's any warmth uh, from if it's a specific person or from uh, just a group of people because that's uh, the psychopaths if that's what we're talking about because that, yeah. there's a lot of those in the, like the cults we're talking about sketchy sketchy uh, spiritual leader types that seem good on the surface but it's actually something right. culty yeah. so yeah those are definitely like real psychopaths yeah. And they can be really good at uh, giving people what they want because they can actually be empathetic in a way. They, they don't feel it, but they can they recognize simulate it. it. Yeah. yeah, they can simulate it and they can uh, recognize empathetic people, mm-hmm. which for them is prey, targets, uh, yeah. victims, yeah. cattle. <laughs> so they can, they can spot all that and they can simulate it and uh, give a really good impression of this. But what's going to be lacking is the real uh, human warmth. Mm, yeah. Real contact that you feel like you're talking to somebody who's uh, con- considering you like an equal, as an equal. Right. Yeah, you can feel that. The thing about like spiritual and magical communities and people and stuff is that it's so easy to find people like that and think like, oh, obviously they're at a certain level of consciousness, like they're in the know about things, like they... It's 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 easy to just see someone with those interests and assume that they have a certain level of self-awareness or that they're not corrupted or anything, but the thing about that kind of stuff is that it goes all the way up. Like, magical people can absolutely be predators that are just, like, oh, feeding yeah. on you and fucking with you. Yeah. Definitely. And there's tons of... As we know very well. <laughs> yeah. There's tons of these stories in, like, Eastern uh, Indonesia or... Just the Eastern world of like, yeah. I like the creepy gurus. Yeah, the creepy gurus, but they also have a lot of like sorcery and magical traditions. 
secretive stuff. But it's like there's also always these stories of uh, like black mages or black sorcerers. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a delicate topic. Something else I want to say about um, people who are interested in magic and stuff and they're like finding, finding content creators online and, and things. Uh, if you go to someone's page and you kind of like you click on it, you look at them and you think... Hmm, I don't really know about this. Like, something seems a little weird here. But then, like, you kind of find yourself going back and being like, Hmm, maybe I was being judgmental, though. Maybe there's something here. And then, like, you keep going back to it, and each time it's like, Yeah, I think I like this. And, like, slowly you kind of start finding yourself opening up or feeling drawn for some reason without really knowing why. That's a really sketchy sign because there are people out there that do black magic specifically to draw people in like that. I sound like such a fucking paranoid conspiracy theorist type person right now, but I've seen enough of that to know it's a real thing, you know? So just, I would really encourage people to like trust your initial gut instinct on that. Yeah, with the magic, they can try to influence you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even with your own feelings, like uh, emotions. Like you, you feel like, oh, this is really good, really good. Yeah. But they, they can never make the decision for you. But yeah, it can be very hard to recognize because sometimes everything's good on the surface, but yeah. it, it happens like energetically. So like it's, there's, yeah, they're yeah. saying all the right things, but... The stuff happens in like unseen world. Yeah. And if you're a beginner, so you don't know. Right. Like you come across the information and it blows your mind. Wow, this is awesome and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in those cases, you just want to look at uh, if you get weird visitations, uh, weird dreams. Right. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that can be a sign because it can be very, very covert. Yeah. Uh, the cold stuff. Yeah. I am... Um... I don't want to get too specific, but there's been a couple occasions where I plugged myself into a spiritual leader type of person's energy, and then I suddenly started getting all these, like you said, visitations, like dreams, yeah, random sex dreams with people trying to be very aggressive with me, which is very out of the ordinary for me. Like, I don't have those kind of dreams. I don't have sexual dreams about people I don't know. So, yeah, there's been times where... I plug into someone's energy and all of a sudden, every night I'm having dreams, sexual dreams, like, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't really understand the mechanics behind that, but I think there's something, um, it's a way to leech off of energy. Yeah. And it's also a thing that they do in like uh, ashrams, like the fake gurus and stuff, spiritual communities. It's like you see the leader and gives you like energy transmission or something, so have some kind of power. Mm-hmm. but it's gonna actually throw you off even more and yeah. so maybe you do great for a bit but then you're in distress and so then what what you have to do is you have to go see that person again and say like hey look uh, oh something's I, off i, I need like, your help yeah. Th- things are not right so that can be a way of keeping people coming mm-hmm. actually creating problems for them yeah so that they need your guidance and of course that they, they trust you trust the teacher or the leaders if, if they've shown something extraordinary to you. But it's not always all bad, like having uh, visitations or stuff. Like, that can be part of... Uh, if you join a lineage or a spiritual tradition or something, so having visions or having... Weird stuff happens 
can be part of it that can be like a, a transmission of the magic or stuff so yeah that's why it can be sketchy like to know is it good is it bad but yeah. generally speaking if you feel your energy leave you or if you feel like there's something off like a sexual dream or if you feel like a presence but that's doing things to you but you don't you didn't agree to it you you were not even warned about it yeah so that's really a red flag um yeah not to sound like oh everything is, is terrible you can never know no <clears throat> of course you can know but yeah you have to keep on your toes and you have to just always stay very centered within yourself well the thing is like Just like going about regular life, you know, you wouldn't trust random people with your life or your money or your house or your wife. And uh, But I think when it comes to spiritual things, we can be a bit too trusting and we don't consider the energetic impacts of things. But it's really important to have good like energetic hygiene and protection and just knowing that... Uh, there are predators, like energetic predators out there that absolutely yeah. want to feed on you. Yeah. Well, the difficult thing here is that often we don't know, like, uh, because we're looking for something and that's how we, we come across the, the cult systems and stuff. Yeah. And we're looking to learn and so we're beginners and we think, oh, well, I have no clue how any of this works and that's why I want to learn. Yeah, and you don't recognize the signs of, like, predators and stuff and um, I didn't until it happened to me on two separate occasions and now I know the signs, you know? Yeah. Like, the signs of feeling like, initially mm, something's off here but then you slowly come around to it that's a sign and then like when you plug into someone's energy having the sexual dreams is a sign um yeah yeah if you start feeling weird things with your energy energy body mm -hmm. things that you were not worn about or even if you were worn about but about it but like you feel more drained or you, you feel off, like if it doesn't improve your well-being, that, that's a sign. My policy is just like, don't fucking trust people like that. Like, don't consider anyone a leader. All the people that I listen to, like the content creators, I don't see them as leaders. I don't see them yeah. as above me at all. Ever. I see them as people that are like figuring things out and they have, they have pieces of the puzzle and I, I have pieces of the puzzle and never ever ever place anyone as an authority over you yeah you can have respect and even admiration yeah but yeah it, it should never be like a worship especially no. not a, of a individual or group of individuals and like yeah but that that can be something that can happen over time things seem uh, just great at first and just over time you start well, just uh, kind of looking up to these people, but in a, a healthy way, like they, they have all the answers. Like they're the authority. Like, like they know better than you, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to have humility to, to recognize, yeah, I don't know everything, so I can learn something. But it's not good to be at, be at the point where uh, it's like you don't know anything anymore. Um, so you need the answers, you know, that's, that's like mentality, like... Yeah. Or if I'm not part of this, I'm missing out. Mm, yeah. If I don't do this thing, I'm not gonna be an immoral. Uh, I'm not gonna be enlightened. Yeah. 
That's a really good... That's a really good rule of thumb for operating life in general. Like, if you feel yeah. that sense of urgency, like, oh, I'm going to miss out if I don't do... Like, holding on to a relationship, for example, like, a lot of people stay with the wrong person because they're afraid of missing out. They're like, if I... But I might not have love if I don't have this. Like, or if I... If I don't uh, keep this job, then I won't have, uh, you know, my sense of status. Or I'll miss out on this. It's just not a good reason to hold on to anything. Yeah. Like, obligation or fear is never a good reason to hold on to anything. Yeah, that's the flip side. Like, either you learn something good, or you don't want to be, like, a chump that misses out. So that's the different energy of either yeah. improving yourself or like, enriching yourself. Yeah. Learning, uh, having great time. Yeah, whereas or, things that bring true value that are actually healthy for you and stuff, it feels more like, I don't need this, but it's really nice to have it. This is really helpful and cool. I don't need it. Like, it's not yeah. like I would be lost without it. It's more like I prefer to have it in my yeah. reality. And also um, being able to leave, you know. If you mm. feel like, oh, I can't really leave this group, I can't really leave this thing, it might not even be... Uh, spoken you know it might be just under understated under uh, like feeling afraid of consequences for leaving yeah yeah for mm -hmm. instance feeling afraid of consequences or feeling like oh if you think about leaving but you can have a bad feeling yeah bad feeling when uh, you think about leaving you have a bad feeling yeah if say you're in a group mm -hmm. and yeah so th that's a, a little red flag like you can't quite put your finger on it, but it's like, if you think about leaving, you just get a bad impression, like, hmm, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, like you're scared. Like, it's like a fear-based thing. Yeah, but it can be extremely subtle. They, it so, always is, that's the thing, it's always subtle. And I think people often wait for, like, a really clear-cut, like, strong sign, like, yes, this is the right choice. But no, it's always those little subtle things. Yeah that point to something being off in any situation really you could be in the most like abusive fucked up relationship but it just seems normal but it's those little subtle signs like hmm something's a little off here and that's yeah. always the thing that shows you like no this is fucked up get out now <laughs> yeah 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 you just want to look at the general philosophy of something mm -hmm. well even yeah. that can seem good on the surface though yeah, but, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's important to uh, look at the energy beneath anything, like your reason for doing literally anything, even if it's just like, I'm going to go meet my friend for coffee. If you have this feeling like, well, I canceled the last three times, so I should, it's not a good reason, you know? Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that you can shift within yourself like sometimes it's uh, down to you you know like it's your own perspective that's uh, telling you something but you, you can flip it flip it on its head like instead of thinking that mm. I'm meeting my friend uh, yeah it, it's a valued friend it's somebody that uh, I really care about so it's a happy occasion it's a, it's a, it's a precious moment I can make it a precious moment if I want if yeah. I want to I just mean if, like, your only reason is some kind of obligation, then it's probably not yeah, of very course. aligned, you know? Of course. 
I've not, I tried to do literally nothing out of obligation. Except paying my stupid taxes. I fucking hate that shit. But, you know, like anything, like, if I feel like, oh, I have to do this, like, I really try to just stay as far away from that kind of stuff as I can. Yeah, but even that, you can flip it on its head and make it into something better. Like okay, so how do I turn paying taxes into a good feeling? Well, <laughs> just because by uh, paying the taxes, you're in accordance with the law. and so uh, I don't care about that. Yeah, but you don't have to worry. Um, oh, I don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah, it does. For, yeah. yeah, like if you don't pay taxes or you try to scam or something, it's like, uh, it's shady, you know. Yeah, you may disagree with taxes and stuff, but if you're a citizen, then you, there's a tacit agreement to the rules, the laws and all that stuff. Nah. Obviously, the laws may not be just. Sometimes it's, <laughs> sometimes it's just not to follow them. Right. But it's just an example, like, yeah, just a peace of mind, for instance, a peace of mind, or, uh, well, it depends what, what the money is used for, but if you pay taxes and the money is used for schools, for instance, or, uh, like, for education, for... What if you pay taxes churches? and 60% of it goes to the military? Yeah. Looking at you, USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if, if you, if there's a strong disagreement... There's always solutions, I guess, either changing countries or, uh, I don't know, or uh, making a protest. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe write, that make, about it. Maybe that makes a difference in France, but here... Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, people love to protest in France, but I don't know if it makes a difference either. Well, maybe. I heard that, like, Monsanto was trying to come take over there and the French people protested and that, like, it actually did something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. People are not into that stuff over there. I know, I love that. I really yeah, like that. Especially agricultural stuff, there's a strong tradition. Yeah. So I guess we just ended up talking about culty energy and stuff, but... Uh, I think that um, the general conversation topic about like if something feels just slightly off, pay attention to that. Applies to pretty much everything in life. Yeah. And question that feeling, because you might feel off because of a, a, a trigger, you know, a trauma you have, or or whatever, even a small thing. But So you, it might be your own stuff, so just look at it and think, mm, what is this? Is it just me who's being close-minded? Or is it just really that I feel off? Mm. I mean, it's always, you know, if it's a real... Uh, feeling of feeling off it's not gonna go away just because you look at it so right if you're afraid of looking at it then it's in my uh, just a fear I've actually fear. noticed that uh, anytime I'm afraid to look at something that's the thing that I need to look at the most yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. in every circumstance if I'm like oh no I don't want to think about that I'm like damn it that means I really need to think about that <laughs> yeah because it's a fear and fear is like a guardian of something mm. Yeah. It's like preventing you keeping secrets like, oh, no, don't look at this, don't look at this. Uh, yeah, no. I don't, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> Avert your eyes, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you have real confidence, you say, okay, I'm going to look at this thing I'm afraid of because I know who I am. I know I'm stronger than that. I'm yeah. not afraid, I'm not afraid of losing something of value because I'm strong, so anything of value will remain, anything strong will endure. Nothing real is threatened. I think that's uh, Jesus' quote. 
Yeah, exactly. But it's a really good one, because it's true. Even, like, literally with life and stuff, like, your soul is unharmed, even if you die and stuff. So it's like nothing real is threatened. Like, it, if something's real and it's not going to be uh, threatened by questioning, you know? Like, being afraid to question something, that's always a red flag. Like, if you're not allowed to question something, yeah, some, it's, something's off. It's a taboo. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to do the thing in question or whatever, like... But, uh, yeah, if you can't even think about something, um, there might be something a little weird there. Yeah, I really think, like, for anyone, if you're afraid to think about something, go think about that thing, because... <laughs> Your mind is trying to, uh, the mind really wants to stick with familiar things, even if they suck. So, yeah. like, if your mind is like, no, don't look at that, no, no, no. It's trying to protect itself, but it's not actually in your best interest to avoid looking at the stuff. It, that's actually, I've learned to see that as a sign of what to move towards. When I find myself resisting yeah. thinking about something, I'm like, oh... This resistance is literally a signpost pointing me towards what I need to think about the most. It's a really good way of overcoming your own limitations. Yeah. Because there's always going to be pushback when you try to grow or do something new or yeah. expand your perspective. There's always going to be that resistance to the point where when you resist, you can literally think like, okay, this is the direction to go towards my resistance. Yeah. Because otherwise you're not free. Yeah. You're not free if you can make a choice and if the choice is already made for you. Like, you know, um, I can't do this. Uh, then you can choose. You can choose to do the opposite, even if uh, the opposite of what you really want to do. But if you just do it out of conditioning or you're just a robot. Yeah, like the autopilot. Yeah. If yeah. you make a choice, then you're doing it with your entire being, mm. your consciousness. And it feels better to, it feels better to choose something freely. Yeah. Rather than to feel obligated. Yeah, you can feel the difference. Like, I, I'm kind of at the point where I can really feel the difference. Like, if I'm choosing something just because I feel like I have to do this or else... It just yeah. feels awful. Like, my whole body is just like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And it can be a different energy even for the same act. Like, if you're drink even drinking a glass of water, if you're drinking it just because uh, you're in a magazine, magazine uh, yeah, you have to drink uh, 10, mm. drinks of wa 10 uh, glasses of water per day. Yeah. So And so if you do it out of obligations, like, uh, obligation, like, oh, I have to do this. It's different than if you drink the same glass of water, but you're just uh, drinking it because you think, yeah, you first see or think, oh, it's my well-being, so I choose to uh, take care of myself, so I drink this glass of water. So it's two different energies. I remember the my same thing. I remember my friend telling me that she went to the doctor uh, when she was a kid, and and she was like, "Am I supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day?" And he's like, "No, drink water when you're thirsty. Your body will tell you when you need to drink water." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a weird thing these days where uh, people say you have to drink uh, this amount of water. It's just very strange. Yeah. I guess for people who always drink soda and all that stuff, they they don't know. 
maybe you can decondition yourself or something, but otherwise your body knows. Yeah, I had this friend tell me, like, I don't understand why people like drinking water. Like, he, he only drink like, Pepsi, like, never yeah. water. I'm like, how are you alive, dude? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe so for somebody like this, it's, it's good to say, yeah, you have to drink water. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, really, if you uh, just get rid of all the BS. Your body always knows. Like, your body knows things way before you know them. Yeah. And all the answers are always available in the universe, even mm. if we struggle to access them sometimes. But yeah. What do you think about all the answers are within? Is that just like cliche bullshit, or do you think it's really true? Yeah, no, it's the same thing. I mean, what do you mean by uh, within, within yourself? Like, yeah, like you have the answers. Well, yes and no, I guess, because why are we alive and why are there other people? It's so we can learn from each other. And if you don't know a skill, uh, uh, how to build a car, whatever, so you learn it. Mm. So you can do it, or you tap into uh, a stream of energy where you're going to, you know, like empathy. You can learn things like this. And that's when you switch into inspiration, like... Uh, something that kind of transcends rationality but it's like you tap into something magical and you get downloads you know and, and you can understand things like this mm. so yeah all the answers are within but uh, because within you is the whole of the universe you know microcosm microcosm yeah as above so below whatever every particle contains the whole of the universe and the whole of the, the universe every particle as well so yeah, all the answers are within, but it doesn't mean that uh, don't pick a book, you know. Right. But yeah, I think it means you don't need to read a sacred book uh, to figure out life. You don't need to, yeah, do this thing or else uh, you're screwed up. I'm trying out mentorship now. So if you enjoyed the podcast and... You want to talk about things, anything, you can get in touch, send me an email. And it's very relaxed, uh, there's no pressure. We can just uh, exchange, see, see how things go, if you want to talk further. Uh, get in touch and uh, we'll see where, where things go from there. We can try various techniques, discussions, discuss anything. <laughs>